Ladies and gentlemen, this is the R Sign Podcast. We're up here on Casual Sunday in the Lapis Bureau office. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Mr. Freddie, Mr. Stash. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too, man. <laughs> and tonight we have a special guest with us, Umbre. Umbre. So you're a little bit of a Shenzhen legend. <laughs> no way. <laughs> one, of, one of the most famous and popular spots yeah, of all time. <laughs> That's the joke. Magma. Oh yeah. You've been all over the place. Mm, somehow, yeah, at the time. Ah, that, was a, that was a big loss for the community when you guys finally it shut is. the doors for the last time. Yeah, it was a loss for my personal life too. Yeah, man. <laughs> How long ago was it now? I mean, it's been a while. I guess yeah, we years. closed in or 2018. Yeah. Two. Two, two years? years yeah. Two, two years. At the beginning of 2018. When, when did the... the, 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 the Dolores? Yeah, don't ma- let's not mention that. <laughs> let's, let's, no, but that's a let's big let's call it. Place. Let's call it Magma at Dolores. Yeah, but yeah, that that was in the the shop in Chicago. We closed it. At, uh, it was April 2018. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, and what about the Bicejo? The Bicejo one, the the OG one was in uh, I think in January before the before the Chinese New Year. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man, that was a that was a popular spot, man. It was loved by a lot of mm-hmm. people. Yeah, it was, I guess. Baishu Joe totally changed now. Eh? Have you been there recently? Baishu uh, Joe, yeah, I thing been turned down. And... I I visit there. There was like uh, also February or something. There is there were like the the how to say the um, outbreak going on, and uh, it was really really hard to get in. They fenced. We I, we had to yeah we had to go through like a couple of uh, barn uh, and security gates and uh, even cross a fence and the, the building's still get, there because I know that they're going to destroy everything eventually right they didn't they didn't destroy the area but uh, they closed it with like uh, walls like temporary walls so there's no shops there anymore no for what I know they they close. Uh, everyone just shut up. Everybody left. Yeah. Everything is down, and yeah. everybody left. Uh, even the the locals, like the Malatan, the barbecue, the whatever, uh, it was Go there. On. They closed. Yeah, for what I know, I mean, last time was pretty empty. But again, it was like a particular part, like a time of the year. So I guess even even if they were open at the time, they had no guests. So. Yeah. But even uh, during right the now. lockdown, all, all the freeway area, all, uh, Mambo was not reachable for a couple of months. Oh yeah, the whole after, they closed down. They closed the, down yeah. community by community. So like at the at the entrance in the beginning, I mean, on the side of like Vicha and Brass, we could reach there, but then it was closed. So no yeah, no, every, every community was like locked down. So only only members of that community or someone that lived there or someone that had a business there could go inside. And, the so, fun, the fun fact about the time, and now I, I start to remember that it was. I, I think it was on March that I've been there because I had to fake that I that I was uh, from US because at the time, like uh, Italy just started with the, the big right. uh, outbreak. So they asked me, which country you're from? They asked me what country I was from, and I said, "Yeah, American." 
En ik zei, oh. kijk, 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 Danny. Hij zei, John Ryan. Hij zei, oh, oké. Okay. Ik ben van, ik weet niet, ik ben van Sindhien. Oké. Maar, ja, dus ik moest mijn to nationaliteit to get in. Thank you to US. <laughs> Our pleasure. So this is this was your um, your first like uh, bar that you've had or yeah. ran. Yeah, yeah. Zero experience before. Zero Mark experience. Man. Yeah. And would you do it again after your experience? Well, yeah, I would love to to have another magma open, but at the same time, it's really hardcore. I mean, your lifestyle completely changed and. Time schedule and stuff. You don't have like a daylight, it starts to get shorter and shorter, and then uh, you need to recover uh, energy, like precious energy in the spare time because it's hardcore, really. Or you, you have like a really good team that is working with you that is can help you to, to do, like, you know, you're not a one man show, so it's, it's getting like easier. To manage a shop or like a club or whatever it is but for me at the time i mean me and edo we had like a really three or four people team to work in magma and it was almost impossible to like yeah it's because i guess that back in the days you cannot predict what to expect maybe now you can already imagine one thing or another like yeah if someone timing parties <laughs> Yeah, if someone still remember about Magma, but at the time I remember the, the day we opened, we were like counting our friends. So now you have a couple of friends, right? Yeah, what, yeah. what year was this when you guys opened? Like when you first opened the Bicycle uh, Joe shop? We opened for three years, so 2015. So 2015. It was in like November, I think. November 2015. And, uh, and yeah, we start to... Um, ask you know how many friends you have here in Shenzhen I think five or six just arrived <laughs> how many yes like I know a couple of guys and maybe they can bring other people like so let's count 20 to 30 people at the opening we were like 250 uh, holy shit. I was at the opening it was 200 people 200 man 250. how many people you, you can fit like like in this physical space inside that's when the problem started you can fit yeah. 30 with no no the, the problem started with the alcohol <laughs> when we finished the alcohol and the first day that was the perfect you know organization spot oh, you ran out well luckily yeah, of you have course we ran out of everything <laughs> we started to call like the suppliers and yeah, like, it's night time man just bring anything i remember have. at the end we were doing like negroni and gin toni without even ice who cares like, oh yeah ice like, man <laughs> always missing ice but not even at the, uh, the opening i mean always missing ice <laughs> And the ice, the ice machine always broken, but um, but at, I mean at that time though, like on the opening, you had um, Bionic Brew next door, right? Yeah. So they could, you know, they could save us, save yeah. us a little yeah. bit. True. And uh, thirsty people. Yeah, but that, that was the 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 start, the beginning. But that must have been like a great feeling though, like your first first. It was like your grand opening, right? Yeah, was was it? I don't remember. Or like a soft, I don't, soft I don't opening think we, or? we ever did like a proper opening. Yeah, it was not like, yeah. a, I don't remember a flyer and stuff. I remember. No, okay. no, no, we did a flyer, but it was like something like in, in the in the beginning, you know. But it was your first day of business? Like your first? Yeah, the very first day. Yeah. First night. We, the, the, the night before we did like a trial between like we were five or six people, friends, getting drunk, completely wasted. And then the day after, <laughs> ready. Man, 
man, I was even checking the recipe on how to do like, uh, you know, a basic cocktail because really zero experience, I have to say. And um, so me and, and this other friend that came from Italy, Matteo, the, the master's guy that was helping us uh, at the bar, pretending to be like a super <laughs> famous bartender from Italy. Like people like, are you the bartender from Italy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually he was, but yeah, not that famous. That's funny. And then um, going back and like uh, your, your, your memories, your best memories of magma, the, what would you say it would be? I don't know. I mean, we have a, a couple of really good parties that I remember that I, I said that night. I said, man, I, uh, I couldn't even expect to do something close to this. Uh, if you ask me what parties, probably not. I need to think five remember. minutes. No, but I think I think the best ones you probably don't remember them. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, true. Otherwise, they That's wouldn't why. be so good. That's why I cannot. But <laughs> but I, I I think that you you guys I mean since you were a lot uh, into the music scene, especially thanks also to Edo, I guess. Yeah. You also been kind of talent scout, talent scouting some guys, DJs, friends, musicians, brought them to Shenzhen. Uh, we did. Uh, so that was quite something i mean you were the only one at the beginning we try actually to to involve all the the shenzhen community for like music new musician or like djs and we did like i remember but even the italian djs then now they're playing around at the beginning they were like oh can i play because like, i was playing back in europe somewhere but uh, they were not like uh, affirmed the djs or, or like uh, DJs like Sam Lai that was now it's like the you know the techno DJ in Shenzhen the local techno DJ in Shenzhen you know spot on and everybody knows him but at the, at the time I mean we helped him or he helped us a lot by trying to be uh, to build up something and it was mm -hmm. cool and we tried to push a lot the locals because the, we, we didn't want to like build a foreign or like an expat uh, club we wanted to do something that we learned to appreciate in Beijing when the locals and and uh, whatever foreigner community get together yeah they merge and they create the best uh, vibe and that actually is something that is still nowadays I think is the the best way to go mm. still it's still quite missing I have to say I mean I remember the word oh I think if, if, you, if you guys or... open another magma in a second it would be incredibly successful in the city. I mean, you guys were one of like the few places, at least from like the my perspective or the foreigner perspective, that had a really like strong community. And not only that, but also like doing really cool events and pushing the music scene. You know, live music, DJs. Yeah. You know, not nothing that was like stuck in a box or you know in a formula. You know, no, it was, yeah, al yeah. it was always fresh. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's true. That's always true. try to do something new or, or like something that it was not in in, in town, and um, expect the unexpected. Yeah, probably yeah, was this, the, 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 the slogan. Yeah, <laughs> but a lot of yeah. nice flyers as well. That's Edo's uh, magic touch, yeah. and yeah, that helped also a lot. 
because I, I guess you created also the visual part created you know, it's very it's like uh, sleek like posters and yeah stuff. yeah it was, you guys had a strong branding yeah you know strong exactly. identity you know, we're, we're, every we're, time we're, you saw, uh, saw that poster you know it's a magma yeah, poster yeah, yeah. magma itself as as a meaning as a story behind yeah where the name come from mm, we didn't spend much time in uh, naming the the bar but uh, basically uh, we, we liked the the sound and there is a, a band magma that is really like a vintage band like a old school but that was some someone asked us if we really are a fan of that band but we are not. I mean, I like it, but that's not the reason why. And I guess after after we choose the name, we decided that the reason <laughs> was because magma is something. And this is quite cheesy, but some something that is you know underground is magma, and the lava is up you know on the ground or like it's like floating on the ground. But magma goes underground, right. so that's really you know that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and it's hot. Full it's of, full of energy. Hard. Yeah, it's a like melting a pot. It's yeah, like, like a, something that yeah, is, uh, yeah. it's um, it was, know, a mix of different things. Yeah, there's like layers to the meaning. Yeah. You know, you can go deeper than just the the underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Also, they didn't, I remember the logo looked a bit like the sound. Uh, like the, the peak. Sound bars, yeah. Uh, peaks. Yeah, it was like three squares, right? If yeah, I yeah. Correctly. The M in, uh, in three elements that were a, a little bit random yeah and uh, yeah still remember when i was painting that at the at the door that's pretty cool Mimo. So nice yeah what would, time flies so, so for the history is for people who don't know is that you guys opened up this first shop in bicejo yeah and then you were forced to close we were for, forced to close yeah they didn't renew our uh, our contract and w- at the time we found like this uh, opportunity at uh, Dolores Park that <clears throat> basically was looking for like a new life because it was at that place oh and what was the gap between like oh, um, get some beers go for it nice I'm thirsty what was the gap between uh, closing the Bicejo location and opening up in Dolores Park it was a uh, Cultural shock, I guess. No, but like time gap. Like, was it like oh, a yeah. month or two months? Or? Uh, no, actually, we, we did it in uh, while we were closing Magma or while we knew that Magma was closing at the same time we, uh, we were opening Shako's place. So it was basically at the same time. And like, we opened in the late uh, 2017. So while Baishijo was still open. Oh, okay. So there's no gap between... No, no, no. Actually, we had two shops for, for a couple of months. And like people, like the... Ooh, thank you. The, you know, the uh, Baishijo community was still loving the, the old location while the more uh, fancy Sheko community were like starting to, to know in... Uh, and and I remember, especially in the beginning, people. but that, I guess that is uh, obvious but um, even myself i think i was still like referring to dolores as magma and then people say magma which one dolores yes like, yeah yeah <laughs> it was a little bit of confusion I believe. <coughs> but yeah I, I like the um i mean i like both locations but 
the Dolores Park one was funky. You know, I for sure was, was very special, dangerous stuff. Was quite, yeah, uh, it was quite, uh, quite again unexpected. Like you unexpected. walk in, there's like those what, refrigerator coolers weird. with all the TVs. And A lot stuff. of weird stuff. Is that from you guys or from the other? No, actually, it's the, the only thing that we loved about that place was <laughs> the, what, the, the, the TVs inside the fridges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it was, was cool. actually really old uh, TV yeah, screens, yeah. and I, I guess really hard to find. And it was the guy that was collecting. And they were working it. too, right? They were still working. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least they were like Flickr and. Yeah, 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 some of them for sure. I remember. We used that for like a couple of visuals and, and you know, videos for DJs and uh, events. And it was still really a cool idea, but the rest, man, it was terrible. Yeah. I mean, we we spent like a big like chandelier, right? Chandelier, painting. They had like a, a, a Jesus Christ, like at the at the entrance. They have a big cross with wings made from crows or, or something. I don't know. No, but I remember this like boat with the with, with the, the post revolution Russian revolution. Like, like uh, Morales, look like was terrible. We covered that, <laughs> and and the owner got really angry because we covered all the wall. <laughs> they probably spent like a bunch of money to to make the 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 Morales, and then we cover it. Yeah, but it was hard to cope at the beginning with the decoration of the place. But well, because it, the, I mean, the decoration of uh, the Paisajo was so minimal. Minimal. Remember, we like the industrial, like really low cost uh, decoration that were part like, of you, the you experience. Have paintings on the walls or anything like we that? We did, Some we did start to, yeah, to have. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. Oh, wait a second. We didn't start with it yet, but this is sound. We have graffitis and, uh, and we hanged, we hanged up a, a couple of uh, paintings from local artists. Or, and the Neil, uh, you remember Neil, the guy yeah. that <laughs> did spend, I think, one month and a half to do the, the graffiti inside Magma. He was there every night. Basically, the, the guest knew better him than the rest <laughs> of the crew because he, they knew that they could find there. Neil there painting and do his masterpiece because it was a masterpiece at the end. It was crazy tripping. I don't remember the... Maybe I was there earlier. So I remember I, d I did a block party with you guys one yeah. time. Shady monkey block party. It's really cool. Yeah, those were the glory days of Shenzhen. Those are my, my favorite times in Shenzhen. Yeah. At least like it's a time where you can be like the most free, I felt. Yeah, there was a lot of things that could happen without people nagging, without well, too, being stressed you know, too much. controlling about, and not worrying yeah. too much. And everybody was quite behaving well. I mean, in the end, it's not we were in a fucking ghetto, but it's not the same anymore. It's not the same, for sure. I always say that was authentic, at least. Yeah. I mean, nothing really pretentious, nothing really, you know, uh, planned or something to be like, um, you know, a good business. It was just original i mean for shenzhen at the time yeah. spontaneous and authentic and people were enjoying what was harder for you was it harder to close the baishajo shop or harder <laughs> to close the dolores park shop mm, the like as far as like emotionally and for I mean, sure the baishajo when we closed the baishajo i mean personally i felt like magma was 
at the end of his uh, its days because when we closed by Shijou, we said like uh, well, we're, we are going to do like we are going to collaborate with uh, with another brand because Dolores Park was a brand at that time and uh, and we were not really sure about it we were not sure to have other people inside the, the organization and actually that what lead to the the very end of Magma and the, the closing party because it was really hard to have other people to understand our philosophy for them it was like uh, you need to get to the numbers man you, I don't see how many zero you have at the end of the month <laughs> and yeah no it was not the idea of Magma sorry guys it's in the other order oh more beer yeah we had a little problem earlier about anyway now you are able to hear how good Umbe is to speak Chinese. Hello. Wei. Hey. Ni hao. I guess I need to go downstairs. Ni nan da ni ge dian ti, ran hou dao ni ge di wu lou. Wu lou. Wu chen ma? Wu lou. Dai. You said wu lou. Ni yi jing jing qu na ge xiao qu ma? 就是那个有看到你一个狮子楼吗对面对你看到了那个大字母呢二八九你 Chinese is not that good apparently <laughs> 哎你没事没事你你反正你看到那个位置应该是正确的然后你就是看到那个狮子楼有二八九的的话就是有一个电梯你按那个五楼就是就可以了我们就去接你。This Chinese is very good. On the phone, the guy thinks he's Chinese. 啊谢谢。I'm not. I've been here like ten years and I can barely speak a few words. Yeah, this has been the saga of the year today. Bye bye. He's coming. Alright, I on WeChat, so I send it. <coughs> anyway, it's amazing, by the way, this just to bring that what brings you to China is that, I mean, at the end you have been studying, I mean, at the end, in the beginning you have been studying Chinese. You came exactly. to China as a uh, Wanna be sinology, sinologue. What is the 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 correct name? The sinology, sinologist. Sinologist. Whatever. But it's boring. What is a sinologist? Basically, someone that study the the Chinese culture. Sinologist. Yeah. Sino like sino. Sinologist. Okay. Cut this part. It's the boringest thing that I can ever think about. So you came to China just to learn Chinese? At the very beginning, I came to China because of like university exchange. So yeah. So you were in school in Italy. I will. Yeah, I will study Chinese in Venice. So wait, 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 back up a little bit. So you're in, yeah. you're in Venice. Yeah. Going to like a proper four-year university kind of thing. It was a free, free, free year plus. Plus, like Anyhow. the master, yeah. In total, I did five, five years. But I spent like uh, the the fourth Ulo. year in um, in Beijing. Okay. 
Alright, so. Sorry. Sorry. Wait. Wait, wait. Yeah, I got. Yeah. Can you me? Yeah. Um, I knew this was happening. Uh, so, s- start the story again. So, you were s- in the university. Yeah. Studying for how many years? For three years. In at, Venice. At the third year, they they sent me to Beijing to do like a kind of exchange. So they had like a deal with the school. Like yeah, some, yeah, some Chinese was, kids was go there and then exactly. some Italians go to Beijing. Exactly. And then... So you're still doing... You're in Beijing doing Beijing... Uh, normal like university. A, a, yeah. But it was counting for your credits yeah, 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 exactly. back in Venice. True. So. Correct. And uh, and my first experience, of course, it was a little bit, you know, like a youngster going into completely uh, the, uh, the other first side of the world. Change. Yeah. And then having a lot of fun. Did you like it? Like when you first I got loved here? it at, from the very beginning. And then uh, that's why I decided actually to uh, to delay the, the master that I is also did in Venice basically by staying like for one year and a half in total at the beginning by studying in uh, in Beijing. So then you went back to Venice? I did. I went back to Venice, but then I, I left like immediately after the bachelor. Hello. And then I did uh, one year in Beijing, studying by myself, disconnected from the university so finished, program. You went back to Venice, finished your bachelor's degree. Yeah. Flew back to China, to Beijing. Yes. Enrolled in Beijing in a, school. In a Beijing uh, language uh, university to mm-hmm. improve my This was a different school skills. Than, different school than... Completely different. Than yeah. the one that you were already yeah. in before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the normal Beijing, uh, capital normal. And this one was the Beijing language uh, university. And uh, I did the just... It was my choice to, to do it, you know, because I wanted to improve. And then after three years of uh, Venice University, I understood that it was not really uh, the way to to learn Chinese by staying in Venice and I need to be in the field you know and that was actually a a good help to improve my my Chinese uh, my Mandarin and then after one year in uh, in Beijing I just uh, went back to Venice to get my master done and then I left again I flew back back again back for a year Back for half a year in to, Venice to get the masters. To get the master, and then again got Back my first China. job in uh, in Beijing as a graphic designer. And like, long story short, <laughs> then so, we're here so you studied graphic design in, in university? Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, before I was at the art uh, uh, institute, and I always did like some uh, graphic uh, thing well, by, like by self, myself, self-taught. Kind self-taught. Of? And uh, and at the beginning, I was like a junior graphic designer there. So I like studied by myself, learning the new programs, whatever. And the big step was, was when I met Edo in, in Beijing, that he was like a senior graphic designer. And then we decided to, you know, to open a studio together and work together in, in the graphic design. And later, also partner for for magma 
No way, still <laughs> looking for the us. continuous saga of the beer. <laughs> the, the saga of the beer. I don't understand what the fuck. Wait. Chef, you got that ride on the ride? I just got on the ride. They said it's not this place. What is it? I got on the ride on the ride. Probably someone needs to go downstairs. Oh, 七六七六六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七六七
I'm sure to do like to go through the art uh, path. Uh, maybe it's not my thing. Maybe I'm not creating enough. I started to you know to doubt myself and uh, and all. And then I said, oh, you know what? I just cut everything. Nothing related to. So art. how long how long are you there for before you decided to cut it all? No, no, I didn't. I didn't even. I mean, I check out the the, East, the Venice Academy, but then I said, okay, it's not. So you me. never went. I never went. All all my basically my classmates. I mean, but you were, so you were in you were, you didn't go to the art school. You were just thinking about it. Or I was like, thinking about to to move from the institute to the academy. So how long were you in the institute? That's my the institute question. is five uh, five years, like uh, high school. You know. So it was a high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We call it Art Institute. But, uh, so you started about like 14, 15 kind of thing? Yeah. So it's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a high school with like art emphasis. Yeah. It's a high school uh, where you're spending half of your time in uh, art uh, skills, art practice. So yeah, from, you know, from the more uh, traditional art to sculpture to whatever. No, still checking for the beers. Visual yeah. arts. I thought he was yes, slipping he, his Tinder. He's trying. No, man. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get the. I have a date for here. tonight. <laughs> Sorry. Finally. I knew. <clears throat> we need to make sure the beer arrives before uh, we start. But yeah, I mean, just to cut it really short, I just want. Before we to start, work. what? Before we start the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> otherwise, man. I mean, it's like. I'm, Get my phone ringing and then I have to freak out. I mean, this time we are lucky with. Oh, the oh the yeah, but then you cannot even read the numbers. Yeah, seafood. Seafood. So, so you graduated from high school. This art high school. I don't think it's a beer. It's not a beer. It was coffee. Ah, fuck. Can't be us. Can't be us. But, no, but we should did. go downstairs to pick him up, I guess. He said? Yeah. yeah but then, then you have to let me know because it's yeah. not <laughs> I, I thought it was your... That's, that's what I forgot. I thought your, it was your idea to pick him up. All right. I, I completely forgot. Thank you. Want to have a break? Or? Ah, we're good, dude. Oh. So you, you finished this art high school. Oh, finally, without Freddy, we can yeah, start dude, the podcast. <laughs> Man, good. Ladies and Cheers. gentlemen. Welcome to the real, to the real <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so you finished at 18 at this art yeah. institute yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. And then you were thinking about going to the academy. Yeah. And then you had doubts about your future in art. Yeah, and exactly. Your own creativity. And then what was the... I mean, there's a hundred things you could have picked to study. <laughs> True. So, what was the... I don't even remember, actually, what was the, 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 the thing that made me... Pick China. You've never been there. You didn't sleep. Do you have like, some Chinese... Never pen, been there, never... Some Chinese pen pals or something? You <laughs> Probably back in the days, but... Wait, what really? year is this? What, so, what, what year did you graduate from the, the Institute? Uh... <sighs> Man, don't remember. Cannot recall. So I think you're young, younger than me, right? Like 35, 80, uh, from 1985. So like 2001, 2002, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Ooh. Oh, shit. 
I found man. him in the lift while he was sending me a voice message and I was listening to his message. <laughs> and it must be a stormy weather outside. It's totally wet when we this. So he was happy to wait for you, like inside. Yellow covered ears. Well, I want one of those passion fruits. Dude. I'm gonna go double fisted, dude. I've been craving this passion fruit. Oh, they have transparent cans. Holy shit. Sexy. One, two. These are Shenzhen made beers from Rich Cat. Rich Cat, if you're hearing this, we want you to sponsor this podcast yeah. with lots of beers. Oh, Freddie, I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas. I've already decided. Yeah? Your office needs a refrigerator, dude, full of beers. Yeah, I was trying to order it the other day. I had the same problem with the beers, so, but that would have been a bit more complicated. I guess this one is passion fruit? The red one, I guess, is passion fruit. The one I did is a bit more orange. Said something says sour, the colorblind one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there's English words, but nothing they look says exactly food. the same. <laughs> but barely buy sour, you no, can be the Chinese, no? Yeah, but there is nothing related to passion <laughs> fruit. No, so, this one, this one, this one. Yeah, okay, which one? I, I trust you. The, the this one, to how that would be my guess, too. But what does the Chinese say? Uh, it's like a what? what no, what because is we, it? I think we had to select the flavor. Watch out, man, when you open it. I don't know. The guy's been around the old. Okay, you open the first, and then we see. Open under the table. <laughs> All right. So let's let's get a proper cheers. Oh, is it? Is it passion fruit? I didn't taste it. Did I was gonna cheers oh, first, dude. Cheers. Let's see if we manage. Oh, we to need get to do drunk. an advertisement for this. Cool, Rich man. Cat sponsor us. Where's the camera? Mm. Rich Cat, if you're looking at us, mm. you can sponsor us. Yeah. Anytime. I, I don't taste any passion fruit. Man, me, me neither. So maybe this is not passion fruit, Rich Cat. Mm. Yeah, right. Maybe no, Rich Cat next still, time. Freddie ordered the wrong beer. It's not you guys' fault. Right. Anyway. So ladies and gentlemen, still welcome good. to the podcast. We're here with our Casual show. Sunday. <laughs> Casual Sunday. <laughs> With our guest. Finally, we got our, the beer of choice we wanted. We have a certain amount of beer on the table just yeah. to. So, the rule on Casual Sunday is the podcast is not finished until all the beer is done. Yeah. So, make yourself comfortable. Yeah. We're in this we Next time I bring my little back massager. <laughs> right. You know? the station there. Could have been worse. Yeah, okay. So when I was two, I decided to. No. Okay, skip, skip, skip. <laughs> uh, you were saying. Were you? No, I was just curious, like, what made you pick, like, Chinese Sino studies? Like, I said. I don't, I don't, I cannot remember. Can you guys explain? Sorry, I'm, I'm uh, ignorant. Why you came over to China, by the way? I don't know. Why are you here? Choose. I didn't choose. I've been sent over. China chose you. China yeah, China chose me. me too. I didn't choose. I, I, I like. I'm the it, only one that chose China. When I was. Like, I had my path in life, and something just fucking, just like, you're going that way. Fished. And, I, and I fucking ended up here, man. I had no, I had, I had no fucking idea that I would, I would, I'm at like a hundred places I wanted to go visit, and China wasn't on that list, and it ended up being... You had 99 places, and China had one? <laughs> China was there. For those Come who on. are into the hip yeah, but it was, uh, I think well, for me personally, it was like one of the best things that happened to my life. Yeah. I like, um, I have to say that uh, 
the very first time I, I was in China, I w I've been around like visiting as a, as a student in 2005. And then when they sent me over to Hong Kong, I discovered that actually Hong Kong was meant to be Shenzhen. <laughs> I didn't even know where Shenzhen was. But discovery <laughs> Shenzhen. He got tricked. <laughs> is my, I think it's the best part of China. I think it's very different. I mean, at least for building up that something. I mean, I love Shanghai, I love Beijing, but I guess that in the creative field, it gives you a lot of opportunity. You can create stuff, I started a company, a brand, do things. It's very young, everything is up and coming. You meet people, you talk about what you can do together, not about like problems, you know? Like I have this feeling when every time you go back to Italy, you talk with two of your friends. Oh, but problems. yeah, that, that's the, the feeling that you have when you are in China everywhere and then you go back to Italy <laughs> and it's killing you basically. But I, I have to disagree. I mean, I agree partially with what you're saying because actually it, it is true that in Shenzhen you can start whatever you want, any startup or any project. Well, I think Shenzhen's a, the I, I even city of the most opportunity in the world. Exactly. I even open a bar without being any you yeah, know, exactly. yeah. zero skills on, on bartending or whatever, having a bar. What? But the city of Shenzhen, I mean, five years ago, it was more like people coming, people going. Like it was not, you didn't have like a, a stable, stable community here that you can rely on, you know, as a living human being in Shenzhen. You had like people coming over for doing their business and then get off. Airport city. Even for mm -hmm. Chinese, it's like this. It, yeah, even yeah. for Chinese, there's like. I mean, they come over to There's only to a get small rich. percentage of, of Chinese yeah. people who are loyal to Shenzhen. What I mean by loyal is like, this is their yeah. home. Yeah, you yeah. know? Like my wife's family, they're, you know, yeah. she's gonna be a Hunan girl her whole life. Yeah. You know? And all these workers that come to work in the factories or, go, you know, it come is. and find some job, man. But this is also changing. You know? so it's changing. Going, yeah. going back to what you said, now it is like this. Now yeah, it's I mean, more like people. People are more rooted here. Exactly. And I think like probably like in the past, I'd say like ten years. Yeah. That probably took like the roots started to like grow deeper and deeper as yeah. far as like outsiders of Guangdong mm -hmm. to come to Shenzhen. Also, because be, finally there are some people that are really born in Shenzhen that finish <laughs> yeah, their school or year degrees. So, you know, I mean, time flies. I mean, now you know, in the past five years, I I, I met young Chinese that. Uh, under school and university abroad and they're back here but when I was here I remember for the first five years I never met anyone that was born in Shenzhen I mean it was like I mean my, my first time here was 2003 and it was so different 17 years later Man. the city it's a long time yeah it was a long time ago but like to be very fair like I really didn't see the city too much like I just I flew in I came to the factory, did my, my work there, and then as soon as the work was done, I was on the first plane back, back right. you know? So like, I did this for, for seven years, just like. You are commuting from. Yes. You are one of those you know? we were talking about. But I didn't even go like to the bars or go like, have like social life or and nothing, man. I was just like. Yeah, expect taking advantage of time. <laughs> no, it wasn't even like, it was like literally like fucking, because like the work I was doing is like, uh, I was, you know, printing books and press checks. And, yeah. Man, I, I'd spend like, I spent seven days, 24 hours a day in a fucking factory printing a book. 
pretty hard. You know, and then like having like three or four of these books lined up back to back, staying in the factory, printing. I'd go home, I'd go to like the hotel just to shower and then come back and change my clothes. Like, I didn't even like sleep in the bed that much. Then boom, as soon as it was finished, maybe I had like a day or two rest, you know, Hong flew Kong out. and back. Hong Kong and back, yeah. And so 2003, I, I first I came here. So finally, after two years of this, 2005, I decided, you know what? Like, I'm gonna take a fucking two week vacation, and and see something. Enjoy the city. And I didn't even enjoy the city. I fucking got on the first plane. I did the typical like Chinese tourist bullshit. All right. Flew to Beijing. Right. Xi'an. Landed no. landed in Beijing. No, Forbidden City, Great Wall. Yeah. You know that was my list, and then. Went to the Forbidden City, you know, met some like fucking chubby tour guide. It was like, uh, you know, I rejected like five times before I finally agreed that he was going to take me around to go show me the best places to make photos. Who nowadays is probably a millionaire. You know, Beijing. One thing story. And so, but it was the best thing like I did. It was like, he, 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 because he, the next day, so we, we finished like the, the Forbidden City, took me around and stuff. He's like, you want to go see the Great Wall? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course I want to go see the Great Wall. So he's like, all right, I'm going to pick you up tomorrow at like 6.30. I'm like, fuck, 6.30? <laughs> they always have this kind of timing. Like. You know, like, Jesus Christ. Okay, whatever, cool. Like, 6.30, we go. He picked me up I, at my hotel. We, I took some bus, right? And then we drove like an hour and like out of the city. And I'm thinking, and like, back in my mind, I'm like, where the fuck are we going? You know, like, nobody knows where I am. You know, like, I have a fucking, like, Nokia fucking phone. Yeah. You know, or I can't call out or nothing. You know, like, you no know, maps, no, no idea maps, where no nothing, the fuck dude. you are. You know, we, we get off this bus, we get on a smaller bus. And get on even like smaller roads, little fucking dirt, fucking road path. You thought the Great Wall you know? was at the center of Beijing, you know? <laughs> like crossing the Tiananmen Square. And then like we finally ended up at this like tiny like uh, sh- little shop in the middle of nowhere, like in between like this this gorge. I guess. They ask you hundred dollars for know, a ticket. It's, it's in the valley. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, it's like we're here. You know, I get out and boom, there's like the Great Wall, and this part of the Great Wall was like, a, there was a river that, the shop was like right next to the river. And on the opposite side of the river, they had like restored the wall. So it was all like flat and nice and like fixed up. On the side that I was in, was they were just starting to restore. Oh, same. So like, but I mean, maybe like, uh, how, how big is this building? Like how many meters? In, terms, in terms of height? Length. Length is probably 250 meters. So like maybe like 500 meters of this part of the wall was like fixed. So we started going up the stairs, and he was a, he was chubby and he was like, "Oh fuck! Like uh, I'm just gonna wait at the shop, right? You know, <laughs> you, you, whenever you're finished, you, you just you just come down. Go and to enjoy the wall. Yeah, you go and join the wall. And so I just went up by myself. There was nobody, like no tourists, no nothing. You know, there's like wild peach trees growing out of the fucking middle, you know, of the top of the wall. Yeah, like the whole place was like, you know, like it's been sitting for hundreds or how long? How old's the Great Wall, do you guys know? 
thousands. I should. A hundred thousands. I gotta. Go. I, I think it's the kind of uh, no, thing I that I hundreds, forgot. Right. I don't think it's thousands. Oh, I think it's in the. It's about uh, before. Now I don't want to say bullshit, but it's uh, uh, before they discovered uh, America. So hundreds of years. Hundreds of the, years. So I would say. Oh, you mean hundreds, years. not not one hundred. Of course, no, hundreds, hundreds, right. not hundreds, okay. hundreds of years. It's not, it's not older than a thousand years, I don't think, but it could be. Okay, this we will uh, I, cut. I, I, I should know this. Uh, no, we're not going to cut this. This is the real, the real us. Anyway, so fuck it. So I was on this fucking wall, nothing, and it was one of the best experiences of my life, man. Like it was just me, my camera, like. And peach tree, peach trees. I mean, there is part of like you know, like, like the walls, like they have like the sections, right, where there's like the towers in yeah. between, right? Like the like, and usually like the towers have like little doors you can like walk through, but mm-hmm. there are part of this walls where like the doors are like blocked off or shut yeah. off. So there'd be like a tiny window up up top, right? Maybe like a, a, a floor or two. So I would like take my camera bag and fucking throw, throw it, it through the window. And then, like, climb up oh, this right. fucking brick wall, dude. Like, looking down, like, if I fall, I'm either going to, like, fall down and hit the wall, which is a good chance I'm going to just keep falling <laughs> and hit the fucking bottom, <laughs> you know? And that was great, man. Like, that was the first time, like, I ever got to see, see China after right. c- commuting like I did. Ah, nice. I think Beijing is still... For my personal experience, the best city to live in, despite from the shit, the, the you know pollution and and the other stuff, but because of this kind of experience, you well, know, what makes you think it's the best city? Like, uh, I don't know, you like I culture, mean, like people, like uh, both, and the fact that it's easy to mm, get you in the. Beijing lifestyle community. I mean, the integration of uh, the, you know, any foreigners that arrive to Beijing, it's really, I don't know, welcoming in a way, even if Beijing people are really grumpy if they want, but, and and if you compare to Guangdong, Guangdong people, they are super chilled and Mm -hmm. they don't give a fuck. And it's like, and you think like Beijing is really closed and you know the capital and people are starting but at the end of the day uh, the old part like the Gulo part when you have the drum and bell tower the Tiananmen Square or whatever you go around and you visit the, the very center of Beijing it's really I don't know everything is welcoming it's yeah. also really China in our imagination. Really that, Chinese. I mean, you're in Shanghai, you don't see really the cultural way. oriented and Shenzhen doesn't exist. And you, you you experience what the, you're feeling like okay, I'm in China and Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that because like I was only in Beijing one time and uh back in the days. Yeah, just when I did that took that little trip. And so I, f- I finished um the the Forbidden City and um so I was just walking around like the the streets next to it, and yeah. found a little like shop that's selling like snacks and you know pots and pans and whatever the fuck kind of everything shop. And I was just sitting there by myself drinking the beer outside, and there's like another table next to me with like three other guys, 
you know, Chinese guys having some beers, locals. And then, yeah. boom, like 15 minutes of me just sitting there. They're like, invite me over to their table, right? <laughs> have some beers. You know, they want me to like stay longer. And I'm like, no, nah, man, like, I, yeah. I don't, they don't speak English too. And I don't speak yeah, Chinese, yeah, you know, right. but like, I, I, like they just wanted you there, you know? Like, and so, so they called some girl, like some, I don't know if it was like a family member or just some local, That's right? That's how we start, man. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I thought you no, were like, first story. Sorry. No, it was like, <laughs> and my wife came on. <laughs> it was like a school girl, you know, like not like a, like a so, so local, right? That could right. knew a little bit of English that can communicate with me. And they're like, like, we want, we want to invite you for dinner. And like, why don't you come back yeah. and have dinner with us? And I said, well, tomorrow I'm going to here to the Great Wall. But like the next day, I can come back I'll and come visit back you. Yeah. And I'll have dinner with you. And boom, I came back. Bye, like, Joe. Fucker, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, like, wake up. Like, like, 15 <laughs> courses of food. Fucking bye, Joe. You were the star, man. Yeah, man, the whole, like, the whole, I felt like the whole, like, the whole, whole community. Yeah, the whole, the whole village. You know, came around me. Was there? But I have a bittersweet oh, feeling nice. about those those kind of situation. I mean, I I actually I never enjoy the fact that I was like welcomed and appreciate or like invited to anything because I'm just a, a foreigner or like I'm coming from whatever they call me white face. And, oh, and why? I, I think it's great. I I never I never really appreciated that because probably I, I came over from you know a different I, I had a different approach about China so I, I went there to be accept, accepted from what I am but the, not being advantaged um, for any get, not getting any advantage. Well, I mean, there's something there's a difference when you're being taken advantage of, but like for me personally, like I felt like. Uh, it's an experience for me to experience a dinner yeah, yeah, and have the cultural experience on my side. It's good. I'm not saying and, that anything. And is from their side, like it's an experience for them to have somebody, you know, from another country or something that's more exotic. Because for me, like they're exotic, and True, for, for yeah, them, yeah, right. you will do I'm, the same if they come probably, over to you your know, country. I think, I think that in the, <coughs> we let's say uh, forget and don't see any let's say possible trace or imagination of like uh, what we could call whatever i don't want to say racism but anyway it's, it's just spontaneous openness and happiness about two very opposite cultures that meets like us they want to know them and then they want to know us i'm sure that the very same situation in a different place uh, with a different language and a different color skin would have been very awkward in the same yeah you, you know what i mean it's like about how you perceive it like if you're happy they're happy like we're enjoying something for sure um, as expats here sometimes uh, you know you hear this uh, this term like uh, being the white monkey and whatever but i think it benefits to us and and, and to them i don't think that they they mean it we just find ourselves in, but as long as it's a mutual happiness uh, circumstance, you just go with the flow. Like yeah, just go with the flow. I mean, I, I think definitely like there's, there could be like like circumstances that are awkward, you know, or like are uncomfortable. But I think you just have to like fill out like the the people, and, you know, how even though you don't, like for me like I couldn't communicate with these guys, but like I met the wife, I met the cousin, I felt like some. 
some good good yeah, energy. Of those you know? are those like, are really really good uh, experience and good uh, energy that you get from random people that they welcome you. And I'm not saying that is anything bad about that. the The only thing is that. Uh, sometimes you have also experienced that people are welcoming you only because you are like the the foreign guy that come over and then no look I have a foreign friend but they don't really mean it or or even on the opposite side you have like foreigners that are taking advantage of you as mm -hmm. you said and and what else that's why I said I have bittersweet mm -hmm. experience yeah, yeah. and feelings about that but in Beijing I can say I really love this part of meeting people and having people that don't really give a fuck where yeah, are you coming from i yeah, mean yeah. like okay i never met you before and probably you are not chinese but i don't care really uh, as long as you have something interesting to say and you like to spend time with me and you're welcome super direct and you know uh, easy going with no second thought that's what I like about Beijing people. That's a good connection. I mean, uh, in the end, I, I think something that it's a little bit harder to find probably in Shenzhen, again, personally. I agree with you. But because again, it's really business-oriented city and blah, the, the, blah. There is not the layer of curiosity anymore, I think, because that is what maybe brings the thing. Probably is part of, uh, yeah. Of the explanation like, of uh, now in the last, let's say five or ten years in in Shenzhen and a lot of things. Five because uh, I arrived here ten years ago, so I cannot say it was the same. But now the people, Chinese community, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs that are here are aware of certain things. Uh, a lot of more people speak English. There's not that layer of curiosity anymore that mm -hmm. makes being spontaneous rather than trying to exploit the situation that can happen from either side. Mm. Yeah. So I have a question for you. So you started your graphic design life in China, ne never doing graphic designs for clients before until you were in Beijing. Correct. Has living here affected or influenced or de-influenced your i don't even know if that's a word de-influenced de <laughs> you know but yeah, whatever I think I like, like like has it has has that affected your your creativity your creative process your you know your design concepts absolutely in like what way i mean because you're doing some graphic design before obviously before you yeah were living here yeah, but, um, I don't know why. Probably because I was lucky enough to find um, people to work with that they were like really capable of, uh, confident on their skills and with a really high standard, really high standard. Then I had experience back in Italy after I started to do a graphic designer here in, in Beijing and Italy is always known by you know like a good quality good standard good yeah, uh, creativity design. And, and design and, and then in the you know in the um, I mean I'm not living in Milan that I can uh, confront myself with like a really big agency or something but the 
the you know the normal graphic designer it's I have to say it's really the average probably because they uh, here in China you have a chance to confront yourself to like uh, uh, challenge your abilities with big project even project mm -hmm. that probably if you are in back in Europe you would you never see you never seen but you also uh, you need to have like a certain Portfolio expertise and they don't choose you if you are like a newbie you know if you if you just have like a couple of years of experience working in Beijing they don't choose you why they should here for certain reason they give you the chance to try that's what happened to me before to working like a brand like a you know Wanda group that is one of the biggest in the center of China and they they just liked what I did they like a logo that I did and then they, they invite me to, to move there and then please be in a, we, we are going to give you like a team of 20 designers and then <laughs> something like this and then at the time I didn't even know where was the city <laughs> but are you sure that it is in China yeah but uh, that's what happened here and I was 26 7 I don't even remember it was uh, a bit a while ago and uh, and I, I just started at the time I said you like it good you asked me to move to Wuhan oh man now we know but man this is something that could never happen to you if you are back in Italy or in general in Europe and uh, the approach or the you know back to your question is they definitely changed the way they approach to design because I feel I don't know I feel a little bit f more free at the beginning and later on I need to start to understand the way they, they are thinking the clients my clients are thinking about design that is not always about creativity is uh, most of the time it's about functionality yeah. And if it works for their feng for the for feng shui <laughs> feng shui nality, I think next feng time I talk to my client, have you ever considered about your feng shui nality? <laughs> but um, people, the shirts are available yeah. on the rsign.com. Yeah, follow the link below. Where's the camera here? We'll we have the discount. Link below if you want to get one of the t-shirts <laughs> soon from the signer. Designed so by you lovely. specifically. Now we'll lovely. make a special t-shirt. Uh, each yeah. time we should make out of some bullshit or idea that comes out, like a t-shirt thing. The Feng Shuiality, this one, works. I think works. Definitely. Good. Hardware. <laughs> make sure it comes in black. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And Unless that doesn't fit Feng Shui, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. As long as we don't use the white only, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm cool with white with like colors. I also like white too. You're white already. Well, yeah, fuck. Super <laughs> white, dude. It's pretty pale. Yeah. 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 It is what it is. I mean, it changed definitely my way of approach uh, the design, the graphic, but it's a good thing, I guess. Also, I guess that the. Um, is. Interesting that it's becoming also more challenging. Drinking faster than you. Probably I'm almost with you. Fuck. They are having more access to, let's say, sources of inspiration. 
So, I mean, maybe they're more able, I don't know, to compare. Not because they're more able to access the outside, but there is more of the outside coming inside. I, be, I remember at the beginning, I mean, 10 years ago, like maybe less, but still I had client that came to me, came to our studio with references of, I don't know, the 80s. Prada or whatever. And then actually I want this thing. <laughs> you cannot have it, man. <laughs> I think they have a copyright <laughs> or something about that. But yeah, I like it. at the time, I mean, I remember now it's, it's changed really fast. But uh, a few years ago, we still have people that they didn't care about what was good for them or whatever. They would just want that, that. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you give it like what they, uh, they call like international feeling, they were happy. Really? And luckily that changed. And then they, they, now they start to appreciate even more like the, the Chinese culture. Oh yeah, I think like what, the, the, design the, design. the design you could get, could get away with like 10 years ago here. And but that was the problem as well. And because I mean, I mean, it's not that I want to put myself like above average or something, but I mean, I stumbled upon people that without so much knowledge or enthusiasm or passion or techniques could really nail a lot of Chinese clients because, All right. of, like, you know, Definitely. someone that would never made it above an average back in Europe where there is certain knowledge and competition, here you go, go through. So that thing... That's probably what <laughs> happened to me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you learned well, though. You learned well. well. I, you learned I, well. I, I, you learned I well. took my chance. And but I, I would say here, though, that I think, like, in the last, like, I would say, the last five to ten years, like their appreciation for design and their value, mm -hmm. I would say, I'm not going to say appreciation, their value for design has increased so much. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, 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 from being like a place that was copying and just manufacturing and producing and mass, you know, quantity of products and all this shit, mm -hmm. you know, I can see it from like the people that we've, we've hung out with, we work with, the brands that, that they've, they've yeah that they've changed in, in their in their appreciation for quality design originality you know uniqueness with like you know a proper function as opposed to some some random shit that looked international you know before yeah it is it is changed now i mean the, the and it changed fast this is the thing you change fast. They catch up faster. Change fast. My, I don't know in architecture. Maybe it happened the same to you. How many times you have clients asking you to design like a red building? <laughs> well, well, now unfortunately, it happened <laughs> for me in, much, with the logos. Up, up yes, <laughs> I want some yeah. red somewhere. May I? Can I? Can I have some red? Gold, gold columns. And, oh, gold! And man. a little dragon here. Gold and red. They still yeah. have it, uh, but less. A way less. Now they even start to appreciate white, white thing. How can you design a white whatever? It's not good. Functionality is <laughs> say no. Functionality is Functionality is bad. No, no. But yeah, now yeah, no white everywhere. How come? So you it's lived. Your, you lived here how many years? 
Uh, the first time was 2008 before the so Olympic after, Games. So after you got your Masters and you came back from the point where you, you finished your Masters and I you came back. I think it was 2011. 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from 2011 till today, China's been your home. Mm, yeah. And uh, Correct. During these 2011, nine years, I guess? Nine years? Yeah. You uh, started your own company with your partner. Yeah. You know, you met, you met a Chinese girl. I met my wife. You got married. Yeah. Where'd you meet your wife? Back in Beijing. So she's a Beijing girl. She's, she's not originally from Beijing. She's from Shandong, but uh, she was working uh, in Beijing at the time. And then you guys all made the trip over from we Beijing to, to Shenzhen. We together to Shenzhen. She helped me a lot also mentally and uh, and also with hard work with, oh, uh, I think with the like bar having like a chinese wife or a chinese partner makes living here like so easy uh, and so yeah. like uh me helps a lot of it helps i can lot, i can yeah. imagine her in europe it would be the same i guess yeah. but uh well i mean for me like like if my wife like went to united states yeah like i'd have she would have like a difficult time just like with the systems and shit yeah. like that so like it's normal no? normal yeah so for me like after i got married and it's just like Easy. She, took, she took care of all of like you know paying the bills and paying the rent and like all the logistical st stuff oh yeah that makes so, a big difference man i mean uh... but i don't speak chinese so i don't have that or and I can't read too. So. I I hope I, mean, I, I didn't. I can read, but not Chinese. I didn't. Oh, read right. At least English you can read. <laughs> Let me right? clarify okay. that. Let me clarify that. No, but I hope I didn't rely on her. Like it will be without knowing Chinese because I can imagine it could be stressful to have like a partner that every <laughs> fucking <mean>. five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but for <it's> <laughs> every fucking five minutes. What did they wrote on this? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot read. So excuse me. Uh, quick, I need a translation. No. So luckily, and back in those days, if you are hearing me, there was not WeChat translating for you. That changed a lot. Oh, I, that, I never even never used WeChat translation. I think Aaron would have said goodbye, bitch, to me many years ago. Your <laughs> partner would be WeChat. like, still like, who are you? <laughs> Why you are here? Why you are my Very partner? Silly, yeah. But yeah, no, but helped a lot, of course. So then you came to Shenzhen. Shenzhen, you, you like extend up. our lifetime in China. So how, how soon from, from Shenzhen, so you moved to Shenzhen and then you opened Magma. Right away. Right away. Yeah. Well, that's, was that part of the plan? No. <laughs> so you got, you got to Shenzhen. Right away, was it uh, maybe at least six months or immediately? I think less than, th but for Edo so was, uh, I think, one or no, two months. A a Edo just arrived because it was like back and forth. Yeah, yeah, no, Edo, Edo just... Uh, around touring. We just visited Shenzhen, I think, the year before. Or the same. The year he before. He was not even in the opening. Oh, yeah. It no, was, no, he was, he was there. Because I didn't know him yet. Even. No, we, we just visited Shenzhen uh, once in the, the year before we opened and then i arrived in uh, i think in june and we opened after four four or five months mm -hmm. so you guys came here you're like you know what we don't know any place we don't know anybody 
we, we were need drunk. To drink. We were so drunk. Open our own bar. A bionic brew. Oh, next door. Yeah, and then we were like, but there is the boss here, man. Where is the boss? And then Joe came out. The Joe, the, the yeah. boss of Bionic. You know what do you guys want? <laughs> we would like to open a place. <laughs> no, actually, we were completely drunk, and I said, man, it's something. This bar is cool, but. I cannot find another one, you know, it's a beer place, can we find something different, you know? And then, you know, you're like one in front of the others, me and Edo, and yeah, with a beer, with a beer, the and then we turn, and then we, they were like, like the for aura, rent. the light, you know, <laughs> for renting. <laughs> Maybe it's a sign. <laughs> Maybe we should go and ask. The day after, we had the fucking contract. Right. We had the contract to sign, and then are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, probably it's not a good idea <laughs> for our personal Fuck, life. Let's do it. In the end, yeah, we we had that talk, and then we signed. Yeah, but I think that was probably one of the best things you guys did, though. Like, man, you we met so many cool people from that experience. That's I the mean, proof that business plan counts zero because we had none. Uh, we opened the bar after we signed. We start to think, what shall we do with this place? like so when you signed until you opened how long was that like one month one month yeah we signed it was the the late of september beginning of october and then after one month we opened but you guys came with a bang though boom 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 boom. people like we found a guy that was like doing whatever we need to do like installing lights doing some decoration whatever yeah um jolly i want to do everything guy and uh and that's it we just opened uh, barely we had a door at the time I think so yeah and we decided uh, the, the night before what to sell I think that a couple of days before because we had to order stuff but the night before we were still thinking oh, what shall we do with this bottle I mean it's like I think it's tequila shall we do some shot or something like this and so he, like, didn't have an ex- he didn't have an either experience either experience, <laughs> experience in drinking sorry either but <laughs> But not like me like too. Having, but not having a bar or like yeah, behind the bar making cocktails or zero a business and shit like that. Edo zero experience. Me minus zero. But uh, luckily, I had this friend coming over, and then we started to to figure it out. You know, <laughs> like checking on Google a lot. It was fun, and in the end, as you said, we met a lot of great people. We created a community. Man, you created a strong in community. In Shenzhen. And it was like a really big family. That's the feeling that we had. Mm. Every time some someone new or like were, were coming over. and Yeah, man, it was yeah. great, man. Like, unfortunately, I, I didn't make it out there too often because I, I, mean, I live on the, yeah, yeah. the other side of the city. business on the other, on the other no, side. No, this is before. Like, you guys, this was yeah. before. Like, yeah, you didn't have Mambo. Yeah, Mambo didn't exist. Mm when magma was around so also the fact that as i told you later on even people <coughs> refer to dolores as magma is because they they think about uh, think about you guys i think it's about what you bring not about how the place looks so i think you know it's that feeling of knowing that you can find the unexpected well i think dolores parks was like affected how it, i mean dolores park was so visual when you walked inside but, but the rich, me, original I mean, magma makes sense. I mean, original magma was so minimal. But it, it made sense. I, I mean, we had to explain to a lot of 
people like old customer why we move to Shenzhen uh, to Shekou why we move to a place like Dolores yeah because when you not a few you imagine like you're, you're a loyalist to like people like, magma was like totally minimized why? on the street you know fucking dirty dirty is it, original, I'm, like, is it because I'm colorblind? No, I'm just no, come on. And then, and then you, and then you <laughs> no. go to like this place, and you're just like, it's fucking like Candyland, dude. Like, yeah, it was. Like, it was like Candyland. It's like a fun house. Neon light you know? everywhere, and a fucking like fake a, like a circus. Yeah, but for being in Sheko, dark. It was anyway like the unexpected. Place well, from a, from a, from a I'm, well, I'm talking about like a brand point. Like what he was saying, like he had to explain to a lot of customers from like a pure branding, a brand. That magma was, man. Fucking from Bicep Joe to fucking Dolores Park is like fucking night and day. Yeah, you know he was. It's exactly like that. In, in, in terms of like, aesthetics, yes, but in terms of uh, I mean, surprise, once you I mean, from everything, no. like before, right? For example, when you're when you were at fucking Bicep Joe Magma, it didn't matter where you were. You were with everybody, but when you were fucking at Dolores Park, you go there for a drink. You're sitting on a table that's around the bend, that's fucking by yourself, like all alone in the dark corner. And nobody gives a fuck about you, true, or even knows you're, you're missing fuck. all the part or, of, or, or even that you're sitting there. I mean, just from every, you're missing all the experience of of being in like uh, in Baishujo. Magma. Well, yeah, yeah. That you yeah. felt like being like a someone's friend's yeah. living the room. The closeness, you know? Just like you were there with... Like we had the living room. We had the sofa. We had the, the, the stage with the, the music that everybody actually was fucking putting on their own music. Yeah. That is fucking that, something that I hate all the time, especially with French people. Sorry, French people, but they were putting on all the national team, uh, Allez, Allez, Les Bleus, and I had to, to live with that for a couple of nights. But the rest was fucking amazing, man. You had... Uh, low lights, uh, smooth, chilled environment where people basically were doing whatever they yeah. wanted to do. And in Sheko, they were, the, it was a shop. It was a bar selling alcohol and food. But it was the, the feeling of having a living room or like a private place got lost. So... It took like a couple of nights there to have people like old customer to started to like the new location. And let's say 80% of the people agreed with, uh, with our choice to move there. Even we, if we still didn't yeah, 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 yeah. be sure at the time. But Well, you come to Shenzhen, one month later you're a legend already. Nice. You built a huge community. 2020. You left. Why well, I'm still here. And then you came back. Right? You tried to leave China last year. Yeah. You came back for Chinese New Year to visit the wife's family. True. You got locked down from the COVID-19. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, this is the fucking passion. Passion. Holy shit, dude. Well, then they put the sticker wrong, man. I'm sorry. You're fucking colorblind. We should never trust you about <laughs> what the fucking label says. And now you're using that excuse. You read fucking Chinese, man. Oh, this is good, dude. 
There's nothing related to passion fruit even in Chinese, but the Dude, point is that you order you it, you order it. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, this is the one, the red one. I'm sure that this is passion, passion full of passion fruit. Reach Cat anytime where you see us, you can sponsor us yeah, with maybe. the passion fruit. Anytime. A lot want. of passion fruit. Fuck, dude, like, uh, we have the same face, man. As soon as we took a sip, dude, we were like, passion fruit. You can taste it, man. It's good. Yeah, man. Oh, by the way, every time you. You should, yeah, man. Yeah, you should tell yeah. the shit. Costanza. Costanza, your Italian yeah. origin. What are. You know, every time cheat. we cheers, you should. Give it a bump on the table. For what? It's a really, you know, can I explain that? I don't remember. Chi non bussa no gussa. I've never seen no. you guys do this before. Ever. Yeah, All the time. We even do maybe in a, it's, in a it's actually, way, but uh, yeah. Yeah. We've changed beers like at least a thousand times, dude. It, it's lame. You don't but pay attention, man. The meaning is like basically who doesn't hit the table doesn't hit for the night oh shit yeah it's lame but we don't say it but every time we, we cheers we do it but even in, in just Chinese, saying in you you start to <laughs> <laughs> make sure I get that hit. Yeah, it doesn't work like that but uh, even in china they, they, they do you know like the, the, when you're on distance yeah, but the, uh, the, yeah, but yeah, they yeah. don't have the same meaning for sure. <laughs> you don't even need to ask. I'll ask them. You you ask them next time. Next time, like the your client or do like this. So this is an Italian know. thing. It's like a t Italian tradition. I don't know. I never heard uh, anybody else than Italian doing this. So yeah, yeah fuck them. So I think if like from the north. So before but before we got fucking because uh, is pretty Veneto. Style, Venetian style. Venetian. Mm -mm. It's a Venetian yeah. tradition. Cheers. To be lame. Let's try, let's try it the proper way. Cheers. cheers. No, so in I, a, in so a, after, you cheers, after you cheers, after you cheers, everybody, right? After you cheers, yes. In a post. -COVID. And it's also rude if you don't fucking drink after you cheers, mm -hmm. dude. Now Costanza got into the Italianity. <laughs> oh my god, man. <laughs> Careful. Costanza is here. Yeah, dude, don't fuck with the Costanza family, dude. We were deep. You know, the t-shirt you gotta make is the Costanza one. Uh, I think we have another t-shirt for, for the Costanza episode. Costanza is sharing a room, actually, like we are doing now. I thought. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Costanza <laughs> podcast. <laughs> also known as sharing a room on Casual Sunday. <laughs> I thought having Costanza, like Costanza, the the That's also the yeah Costanza, like when you are. Perpetuing, but yeah, the the the, the co-sharing, like you know, like uh, Costanza, co but that's not the first thing I would think about when I hear Costanza. So what is the, the what box. is the first thing you think about when you <laughs> like hear the, 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 the like uh, yeah, being keep keep up constant. with something, yeah. you know, like what does it mean? It means keep up with something. Costanza, Costanza is like when you are uh, focused on achieving or doing this, that thing. Costanza. Like you're doing so, it so every actually, day and then so like boom, the, boom, boom, boom. the the name has a meaning. Yeah, it it has. It means yeah. like uh, to be focused on Constance. something. Constance. consistent. Consistency. Consistence. Yeah. Consistency. That's our bad English coming coming up, but yeah. you get the the meaning. It's really close 
the sound to but at the same time for how it's built it, it literally stanza. Sounds, stanza is a room never thought about that and call italian never thought call about is what you put in front of something that is happening together with others i'm not i, I would put in front after i hit it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know it is. I, I mean, you're colorblind, but now I'm starting to <laughs> doubt about your mentality. Oh, fuck. So anyways, dude, back to the point. Yeah. 2020. What happened? You came back to Shenzhen oh, after no. you tried to leave. Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year. But about two weeks. You're going to be here on a two-week vacation. Two. It became like two weeks, a lifetime. time. And then you got stuck because mm-hmm. of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Waiting at your time. Lovely. And now... But we have the chance to have a nice talk, up. to have a nice dinner. In three or four like weeks, you're going to leave. Yeah. We still have time to do like a pop-up uh, One kitchen. more dinner. Yeah. Well, we just did one with our close friends as a little test. Yeah. But we're going to do the real one. I mean, I try to use my time <laughs> as best year during this month, but it was really hard. Man. You're not enjoying your time here right now? I mean, after the, the outbreak, yeah. the pandemic time, I did enjoy my time because it was a, like a long vacation that I never had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But at some point, Wait, I start to hate vacation. But you know what, though? I mean, I don't want to like burst your bubble or anything like that, but like, I think it's a hard time everywhere. So like, you might might end up back in the UK or Italy or whatever the wherever you're going. And I definitely not complain that I I stayed here in China because of this reason. Because China, at the same time, was probably the best place to be after the first month. Yeah, well, to well, London, thought. right? Yeah, yeah. Are you moving to Chinatown in London? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna trash <laughs> Terrible, man. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Thank you. But Thanks a lot. Is, is it time for me to, like, to leave you guys to alone? Switch to like, water. I, I never mixed. Yeah, said my mother. No, but. For sure. Uh, for sure, Chinatown. Yeah. Could be a good idea <laughs> <laughs> no, There was a, okay, lame joke, but still, I mean, you invested a lot of your time of studies and, and uh, professional build up into something that is very valuable. So for sure, it would be good if you will f- still have a direct connection professionally with it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to move to Chinatown in London, <laughs> but. I'm trying to convince what you. <laughs> What I would love to do is having all the borders open and be free to fly in and out as I was doing See before. See you in 2022. See you in 2050. But you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, it's like, like back to how probably, probably spend most of the time in Europe, but being able to just fly over if I have something, if I have a project, if I have something interesting. I still want to open my own place in terms mm-hmm. of food and beverage. So probably, I don't know if, we, if it would be magma, 
as a brand or something else, but I still want to, to have something with that. And it's a good thing to know. Yeah, of course. And uh, China, Europe, who knows? But the best thing for me would be to, to be able to travel around mm. these two. Get back to normal, man. That's what I would like to do. Just get back to normal, man. Yeah. Man. What's normal nowadays? Fucking pre. Oh, it's a too deep question, man. Yeah, dude. Pre, mm. pre. But you know, it's I too think much I mean, to ask or uh, probably is, is too. Um, I think all of us have did something in common that for sure we liked something, we studied something, we took a path, but we have been uh, eclectic into doing it. And That's what I loved. Taking things in. I think that that makes also life interesting in the sense that you don't want to get stuck into a certain thing you like you follow yeah. and what would you like to do when you're gonna be old you still <laughs> that's a deep question up. dude <laughs> grandkids man <laughs> yeah in the sense that uh we are all, you know, like we're I can, I'm old. different things and I'm doing old. everything. Like, I'm already well, old. I mean, when you when when you I'm when more you're old, old for a sense. Oh, but by the way, can I ask a serious question? Can I reply to your first question first? Okay, but I don't know if you're gonna reply me to the second <laughs> one if I if I. Okay, go with the second one then. It's serious though, eh? I'm, as the first one, I guess. Your Chinese is very good. Okay. How do you say magma in Chinese? If we don't have. But no, they don't have volcanoes in China. Okay, no, right they have Huashan <laughs> in China and... Uh, okay, go back to the first Buddha. question. I will let Good you know. question. You never, had, this, you never had a Chinese? This. We never had a Chinese name. Except for from uh, Magma. <laughs> Magma. Oh, there yeah, it is. I know that one. <laughs> Magma. <laughs> that was the, the address. Magma. <laughs> in, the, in the map application. But, but it's in Chinese, right? Written in Chinese? Man, I don't know how to say magma in Chinese. Magma. I guess huo is something. Yanjiang. Yanjiang, fuck. My lowest point of career in magma. Yanjiang. Cocktails. Oh, no, it's terrible, <laughs> man. Whoever fucking loved Yanjiang. What does it mean? No, magma is still. It doesn't need translation, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's over, over language. I actually, it's not, it's not even a word. Why? It's a state of mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, yeah. but what really? It's actually it's not it's not an English word. It's not what? an Italian word, right? Well, Magma. It's an English Magma. word. What the fuck? It's is not. That? It's not an English. It's word. Latin. It's Latin, man. You know shit. Well, I don't know shit, but I know it has an English definition. Fuck, it it has an English definition. It's definitely. in the English dictionary. Magma is as, is as I'm, I'm pretty sure as I can English find it. English as baguette is. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can find the English dictionary. Yeah, you as, could. as you can find pasta. But but the idea was not, I mean, yeah, it's, it's really deep. But not having really, a, you know, a language as a reference. It's just a name. So let me rephrase fucking Freddy's question because his question was weird. Like, what do you do when you're old, fuck, dude? I, I when will, you grow I old, start, what, I will start. What is the future? I will get uh, what into is the future music again. Uh, when I'm older, nothing to do and retired, uh, nothing to worry about. I will play my guitar like an old man on the courtyard. That's the good plan. <laughs> dun, 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 or a banjo. But... I never you, played banjo before. You know, my, my plan is kind of similar to you. A little different. I never went to 
university or college or nothing. When I retire and I don't have to work anymore, I'm going to sign up for art school and just fucking paint and do sculpture. That's it, dude. And be around all these young kids, young, beautiful women, you know, fucking spend my days. No f- internet. I think no I phone, had a guy like you no uh, at the high school you know? <laughs> before. I just fucking pen, paper, brush, pigments, inks. That's pretty cool. Paints. And just fucking. But at the end of the day, when you are going to be, you know, retired and old, what do you want to look for? It's nothing, dude. I just want to. Something, you know, this creative art is for yourself. Not for I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be. No, but I mean, finally, it can be for yourself. Yeah, exactly. When you're a professional, when you have to work, you're working for somebody else. You don't give a fuck. It's like Picasso, like before when he was doing all those like paintings he didn't like. And then as he became freer and richer, you know, then he was just like, I'm just going to do what I like. You become free. Yeah. You're free to do your whatever you like, like art. So that's 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 my dream when I retire is to go to art school as like the old fart on campus, you know. Nice. Just like playing guitar, or going yeah. back to music, or whatever the fuck. Play some tunes. Yeah, man. But with so, so man, many beer, nobody good. nobody burped in these. Uh, you know, I I try to contain just, just myself like a, a lot. Like a, I, I had the chance to go out and, and get the beer. I disturbed the connection in here and stuff. You didn't even finish your first one, Freddy. Because I wasn't you, trying them all. Freddy, today, it's your lowest day in terms of drinking. Mm. By the way, you know that uh, while I was waiting for you, I was somewhere else. I already had my two beers, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah. What two beers? No, I mean, before coming here and starting the whole uh, thing. Oh, you were drinking before we arrived. You were pre-drinking. Yeah, I was selecting some so, so that's why that's why he was like know. sipping on his beer earlier. While we, me and you were like, boom, we finished our bottle in the second. Yeah, we were pretty first. And Freddie was like, oh. Mm-hmm. I even had a little Wonderful. taste of Baijiu with the oh, with the supplier um, meeting. Ants. Hey, oh fuck, man. dude! I'll take you there. Maybe we should do another interview there one day. With yeah, the, dude. With the Baijiu tasting. He's there. He's plays. In my old office, there with, uh, with with Beatles. You know, it's it's like the uh, we're watching that show, The Hot Wings. Yeah, just we, with the Baijiu. We're talking about we want to do like a Baijiu night. Like we have we like the Baijiu thing. Bam, bam, bam. Different each, levels each of Baijiu. One, one question shot. Bam. Okay. And like every like few. You know, then, but the problem yeah. with Baijiu is that it but doesn't you know, make you mad as the hot wings, you know? You don't have like a immediate No, but reaction. at the time you have like... Uh, man, no. after you're, you're, you're you going to have a re- <laughs> You don't understand which Baijiu I'm talking about. No, probably not. Baijiu, self-made one with the dick of the, of the bull, one with the snake, one with the ants, <laughs> one with the, with the antlers of the deer. Serious shit, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> Yeah, more right. <laughs> no, man, that's let's, it. Like, let's do a show I, I, with the Baijiu. I'm not gonna drink though. I'm just gonna comment, be the, like the commentary. Yeah, but Freddie's vegetarian. Yeah, I'm not gonna uh, fucking yeah, drink an excuse fucking right. tiger penis, <laughs> fucking Baijiu and shit like that. Dude, How are we gonna call it? Bye, Baijiu. I'm not in. <laughs> I mean, I didn't call myself in <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> it's your your problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, man. That's actually the name of the show. It's your problem. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's it, right? Dude. I put myself in deep yeah. shit, but all right. In deep shit. That's the name deep of it. Deep shit. In deep shit. IDS. No, that sounds even worse. <laughs> well, Why? Bro, I have to say, it's about time. I'm very happy you got stuck here after your Chinese New Year holiday. Like, we both had like our own experiences in Shenzhen, but our, our past never really crossed too much in the time that you were doing Magma and I was doing my parties yeah. and I was doing Mambo even. And uh, during, in the end, in the end, you know, we got to have some moments, make some dinners. And uh, it's been a very honorable and pleasure to, to spend the time with you. So my pleasure. I wish you the best of luck. Thanks. And your journey. Uh, well, that's you the next journey. Let's make sure we don't waste this last month. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take full advantage of the next three, four weeks, whatever it is. We are doing very well, by the way. So far, yeah. I mean, and uh, let's close this up, Freddie. Yeah, we still have a t-shirt to put together and some designs. Mm-hmm. The fan trade. Um, whenever we will make it, there's gonna be somewhere, maybe one day, one link down here to get this t-shirt. And uh, when there's a shop, we'll point in the right direction. And that you can go and buy uh, it. It's gonna be designed by yours truly, and we're gonna go from there. This is the R sign, Casual Sunday. Signing off. Have a good night, everybody. Cheers. Bye Cheers. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>